When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports Central on SEN. Yes, indeed. Get the gloves on. Get the gloves on. Time to talk a bit of uh, boxing. And, uh, well, the man about to join us, he's one half of the Rock podcast. This is Rock. Yes, unsurpassed, unrivaled, unequaled boxing in UFC IQ, co-host and uh, executive producer of uh, Rocked Proudly, brought to us by Sydney City Toyota and Lexus, where I believe uh, JJ Rocker was very, very busy yesterday. A busy wicket it was on the on the showroom floor out there. Hey, JJ, welcome to Sports Central, mate. Uh, thanks for your time. Thank you so much for having me on, Chris. I'm a big fan of the show, so it's honor to, it's an honour to be on. Oh, beautiful. Hey, and before we talk uh, the fight game, et cetera, um, I understand you had a bit of a Christmas party, did you, on Friday night at Dalton House? We did. We did have a lovely Christmas party, and it was the first time the company got together uh, since the pandemic. So it was good to celebrate wins and, and come together and really have – it's a testament to the resilience of, of not just our business, but every other business out there that, that fought hard to keep the doors open over yeah, the Yeah, absolutely. Here, here. I mean, a lot of people have been through a lot of tough times, and, and, and you're right. I think there's been a few Christmas parties that – had been put on hold or, or not for the, for the last couple of years. So well done to you, and I'm glad business is, is booming uh, with you guys. Okay, let's uh, let's get the gloves on or gloves off. I don't care how you want to do this, JJ Rocker. Yeah, boom, boom, boom. Right, let's firstly reflect and wind back a few weeks now. And uh, I was in here, and we were on air, and it was all unfolding right before my eyes. Uh, George Cambosis Jr. Um, it's been described some by you know the greats like Johnny Lewis saying it, it's probably um, the greatest achievement in Australian boxing history. And that, my God, that's a big, big rap. Um, talking about his uh, his unified victory, the lightweight division um, against Tiafomo Lopez. Where are we up to now with George? What are the next steps for him? Well, the next step is is really whatever George wants. And George has made it very clear that he's the emperor of the division now and he calls the shots and he wants a, a defense at home. And the thing I've loved about George is he hasn't been uh, backwards in coming forwards. He wants the big fights, doesn't want any of the, the easy fights. And it's all about legacy for George. So whatever George wants next, which will be a stadium fight in Australia, I believe, is is exactly what's going to happen. Mm. I'll talk about the No Limit card. So that's on Tuesday and Wednesday of next week uh, at the Star. Um, a lot of, um, I guess, lesser-known boxes on that. And we have the likes of Paul Gall and Darcy Lussick sort of uh, drawing in um, those from outside the boxing game to give it a, a bit more of a high profile. Harry Garside will make his um, his pro debut as well. I'll talk about that in a moment. Before we do that, staying with boxing, um, and we're really going through a, a quite a, a renaissance, if you like, in Aussie boxing, uh, not just George Cambosis Jr., but also um, the likes of Tim Zhu, the likes of Brock Jarvis. Um, all three of those are yet to taste defeat, I think I'm right in saying. So Tim Zhu, firstly, where where are we up to with him? So Tim's in, in a bit of an interesting position because... 
that uh, there seems to be a bit of a logjam at the top of the division. Brian Castaño, who's a champion there, as well as as Charlo, came off a draw to unify the division, which kind of left that junior middleweight slot a a bit contentious. So it looks like they're going to have a rematch to unify the division for all the belts, and Tim will will most likely be waiting in the wings for the winner. In the event that the, the fight that unification about that is doesn't go forward quickly. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Tim in, in the ring again to uh, have a, a keep busy fight in the meantime. When you say a keep busy fight, throw me some names. Uh, it, it could be anyone. It could be, it could be a Tony Harrison. It could be an Erickson Lubin. It could be mm. any, of, any of these top guys in America. And I honestly believe that Tim most certainly has the skill set. Mm. He has the team behind him to mix it with any of these guys. He's not where he is through a lack of hard work or ability, that's for sure. So any of these names, I'm sure they will welcome any of them. Hopefully it's on Australian shores so we can we can mm. see him again, but then it's off to the races and, and for all the belts it looks like. Are you saying, and how confident, Jay, I'm talking JJ Rocker, by the way, um, boxing UFC expert, are you saying it's it's uh, it's quite a, a good possibility that we might have world champions, unified world champions at at different weight divisions? If if Zoo can also get there alongside uh, Cambosis Junior. Absolutely, and it'd be wow. unprecedented, Chris, to have two of those from our, our little country, Australia, doing our best. You know, it's mm. it's so fantastic to see so many great names on the world stage. And look, George's George's led the way, led the way from the front, and, and shown that irrespective of of what everyone thinks across the pond in in terms of our Australian boxing ability, that you're in it with a fight. And just to touch on George specifically, mm. let the way he's handled himself post victory be a lesson to every boxer out there. Do the interviews, show your face, attend the events, leverage your platform. Boxing in 2021 and the, is a business. And the actual fight is a small part of the full picture now. Maximize your exposure. Secure the opportunities in the fights. Maximize your income. The bigger the fights, the greater your legacy. The greater your legacy, the bigger the, bigger the purse is for you. These guys are prize fighters. They put their lives on the line every single time they enter that ring or that, that octagon, and they deserve to be remunerated accordingly. Mm, well said, eloquently put too. Brock Jarvis, uh, Jeff Fennick in his corner. What's next for him? Well, Brocky came off uh, his Matchroom debut. So Matchroom are, are basically the powerhouse promoters um, in the world of boxing at the moment. They've got the likes of Anthony Joshua on, on, on their books. Um, Eddie Hearn put him on a show in uh, in America and it was his match Matchroom debut as well as US debut and he mm. got past a, a very, very tough and durable Mexican. I think Brock will likely have in the first quarter of next year on a, on a matchroom card abroad as well. And he's campaigning at lightweight at the moment as, as well. So there's plenty of big names and, and, and tough fights out there for Brock. But when you talk about um, hard work and, and just a good, solid foundation of mm. a fighter, Brock's got all the tools. So he's another one that don't be surprised if you see him in the mix shortly in terms of world title contention. Jeez, oh, I hope so, eh? Uh, Harry Garside. Now, this this young man, he's a, he's a real interesting character. He's a lovely fellow. I haven't met him, but I've uh, I've spoken to him on, on the phone here on this this show. So he's making yes. his pro debut, and this is all part of the No Limit card Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. Um, and also on there is Andrew Maloney. We'll talk about him in a moment as well. Um, 
What are you expecting from Harry Garside? I don't know. Johnny Lewis has, has almost come out of retirement to uh, to be his mentor, if you like. He's obviously got some big expectations of Harry. Absolutely. And, and look for Harry coming of such a successful Olympic campaign. I mean, a, a bronze medal is a very, very special achievement. Making it to the Olympics is a special achievement in itself. So he's going to come into the pro ranks with a lot of expectation. He's taking on a, a tough Fijian gentleman with a record of 9-1, and one, which is normally not common to take on someone like that in your professional debut. But Harry is uh, true to himself and will jump straight into the deep end. So expect a performance that is probably going to mirror Harry's uh, amateur style. He's going to box. He's, he's tremendous at range and he shoots that left hand with power. But I think with Johnny Lewis in his corner as well, I think they're going to focus on or try and enhance his power punching as well. So I'm very excited to see Harry make his pro debut. I've heard tremendous things about how he's going in sparring and in camp and the No Limit boys certainly have, have another superstar on their hands. Yeah, they do. And uh, they can find them, and they're doing really good things, aren't they, in boxing promotion, certainly in this country. I'm going to talk about Paul Gallen and Darcy Lussick with you in a moment, talking to JJ Rocker, by the way. Um, now, on the Tuesday night, that double night card, if you like, uh, Andrew Maloney, he's the, the headline actor. Those that just rewind a bit, he was sensationally robbed of a world title in his third bout with Joshua Franco. Um, he admits a loss in this fight on Tuesday would be devastating for his career. He's going up against uh, Froilan uh, Saluda, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Super flyweight title. Uh, he's a Filipino, isn't he, Froilan? Why is this so important for Andrew that he needs a win, but not just a win, but a convincing win. He, d he does need a win. And look, a Andrew is an, another tremendous fighter um, representing Australia on the world stage. He, he had that, that trilogy with, with Franco, lost it the first time, robbed the second and, and uh, lost lost the third one. But this is the bounce back fight. And, and like any sport, momentum is, is so important in a career. And Andrew needs to get back to winning ways. And I think prove to himself again that he is at that elite level because he truly is. Joshua Franco, the gentleman that, that beat him in his last outing, is is a very, very special champion and comes from a great camp. So look for Andrew to come out and, and have a very special performance against Foley and Saluda and, and really make a statement and re-announce himself on that world stage. Mm. I like it, JJ. You're describing these uh, these vicious men um, uh, as gentlemen. I love it. They're the pugilists. They, <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure most of them outside the ring uh, probably are gentlemen. Paul Gallen, he's made a point of saying he is a prize fighter, makes no uh, bones about it, no apologies. And I, I read today he's yes. getting about 700 large ones. You could buy a few, uh, well, quite a few Lexus, couldn't you, uh, at Sydney City Toyota and Lexus with that sort of ching, ching, ching. Um, no, I, I was saying I'd step into the ring. Um, I, I'll probably step into the ring for 100K for Darcy, three by two minute rounds. I mightn't get out of the ring alive. Paul Gallen, though, he's done some really good things, hasn't he, for boxing? Um and just by him being on the card, it allows others, uh, lesser known, yeah, proper boxers, if you like, you know, those that have learnt the sport and come through the ropes, um, it gives them an opportunity that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise. So it certainly does. And, and look, Paul's, Paul has never disrespected the sport, in, in my opinion. If, if you train hard and you fight someone that's of equal level of you, irrespective of, of what platform you, you're on, you are a boxer. That is what Paul has done. 
At no stage has he disrespected the sport. At no stage did he say he was the best in the world or he has world title intentions or anything like that. But what I can certainly say he has done is create a platform for the lesser known fighters that potentially may have not had a platform to showcase their skills. He's allowed them to have it great names we've seen come through the undercards of, of these footy fight nights and, mm. and the gallon shows and everything else that goes with it. And, and he pushes young talent as well. And he's very positive about the, the young men and women that are putting uh, the sport on the map mm. for the country. So power, power to Paul and good on him for squeezing as much as he can in terms of the payday out. Absolutely. And talking of other, other fighters that, that come from left field outside the fight game, uh, YouTubers, the likes of Jake Paul. And I first came across Jake Paul a couple of years ago. My youngest boy, Bobby, he's eight now, but he, he loved watching Jake Paul. He's a real YouTube sensation. My young fella knows a whole lot more about him than I do. Yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting the way this YouTube boxing has kind of surfaced in, in the last couple of years. It started off with uh, settling a few internet beefs uh, between YouTubers and they, they, they fought and put on big shows. And now Jake Paul's kind of taken it uh, under his under his arm and run the ball straight and kind of led from the fu- the front mm. and uh, he's put on these these massive shows and he, he's fighting legitimate fighters now as well so mm. it is absolutely a circus absolutely a circus yeah. but hey people still buy tickets to go to the circus don't he, they he can hold them up though can he he can he's 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 not he's not too bad i wouldn't um this business of him talking about uh fights with canelo i probably yeah. wouldn't wouldn't be en- entertaining but uh look power to him if, what sort if, of weight that's the way he he wants what sort of weight Sorry? is he what sort of weight is he what what are they fighting at he, he fought Fights around 190 pounds. So mm. the, the the big point of conjecture with Jake Paul is that he hasn't mm. really fought anyone around that that true 190 pounds. The gentleman he's fighting today, uh, by the name of Tyrone Woodley, five-time UFC champion, mm. uh, campaigned at 170 pounds when he was in the UFC. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it is what it is, but I suppose... That's that's what sells. Fair enough. Hey, uh, and before you go, JJ, uh, this morning, so it was on uh, design, wasn't it? Parker Chisora uh, two, and Parker comes out well on top, huh? Yes, well on top. Pa- Joseph Parker, another great name, putting uh, the Anzac fighting spirit all over the world stage in boxing. Uh, dropped Chisora three times. A very brave and, and valiant Chisora, who's had a, a tremendous career as well. And there were talks of, of him retiring post post fight because of the savagery of, of the beatdown that, that went on this morning, but he's uh, confirmed on social media that he'll be back early next year. So mm. can't take the fight out of him. Well, JJ, great to chat, mate, and we'll, we'll do it more often. Uh, have a lovely Christmas. I won't talk to you before then, but uh, you know, we might have some big plans for boxing here on SEN 1170 over, over the coming months, hopefully, and uh, we'll, we'll get you on for sure again. I appreciate that. Um, just to, We'll give that, that web, that podcast another plug. That's What, what, what podcast is it? This is rocked. <laughs> of course, it is the rocked podcast. That sounds like a, that's not Mark Warren, is it? That sounds like his voice for sure. Well, give me that one again. I like it. This is rocked. <laughs> All right, JJ. And take... I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> I've been told to refer to you as Christopher if you do get cheeky. With that's good me, as Christopher, gold. Christopher. No, so... good as gold. Yeah. Good as gold, <laughs> Jason. Jacob. Again, thank you. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> Always, I really, mate. I really appreciate it. Good good luck on that golf course this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I'll need all the luck I can get. I cannot play. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Have a good Christmas. We'll talk again soon. <laughs> thank you, Chris. Well, there he is, uh, JJ Rocker. And I was, you know, 
tongue in cheek saying I'd jump in the ring with um with Darcy Darcy Lussick. I said I'd jump in with Darcy Lussick um for a hundred thousand. Is that him? Put him put him put him on put him on answer it. He's not there. Not oh, he's not there. Fair bad luck, not there. We'll take a break. You're listening to Sports Central on SEN. 